Justin Shears and welcome to Only a Northern Song. In this series, I'll be exploring the words and the music of the Beatles, but not through the usual tracks that we all know so well. I'll be delving into my extensive collection of outtakes, home recordings and demos, alternate mixes and interviews, to shed some new light on lesser known aspects of the Beatles' recorded legacy. The Beatles had begun recording their new single at Abbey Road Studios on the 29th of July 1968. Six takes of Paul's song to Julian Lennon had been captured before a 4.30 a.m. finish. Sessions resumed on the 30th, again starting mid-evening and finishing in the wee hours. The intention, though, was not to capture the master take, but rather to continue the recording of rehearsals to see how the song evolved in its arrangement. minute 
take seven of Hey Jude, with the same studio setup and instrumentation as the previous night, with one notable exception, as Paul explains. I mean, some of the kind of reasons for the breakup, you know, were things like, in, I mean, minor reasons for it, some of the contributory things were like, because for instance, Hey Jude, I told George not to play guitar, because he wanted to play Hey Jude, do, 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 don't make it bad, do, 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 take a sad song, do, do, do. one of the echoing phrases, you know. And I really didn't see it like that, and it was a bit of a number. To, for me to have to dare to tell George Harrison, one of the, you know, whichever way you look at it, one of the greats, I think, to not play. It was like an insult, almost. So, but we were quite, we, that was how we did a lot of our stuff, you know. George Harrison would take his place in the control room next to producer George Martin for the remainder of the session. Also present in Studio 2 on this evening was a camera crew for a documentary being made by the Music Council of Great Britain, simply titled Music, with an exclamation mark for dramatic effect. While several hours of footage were captured, only two and a half minutes were included in the final cut of the film, most of which came from Take 9. Also preserved for posterity were several improvised numbers and covers, including Ray Charles's Don't Let the Sun Catch You Crying, which would later be covered by Paul as a solo release, as well as a range of conversations between the studio floor and the control room. You see, that's the difficulty, I that, because well, your concept, because uh, if somebody said, no, it doesn't go like that, it goes like that. But it goes like that, and it goes through everything, and it can be, you know what I mean, just one bit of music can be pop, jazz, classic, whatever you'd want to do to it, it is. How are we doing, Hal? There's some great moments singing that, Paul, but it wasn't the one. To make it better. It's, just, it's the second one out of every three that's the one. Do you, want, do you want to hear any of it before you do any more, or do you want to go straight for another? When you are here to see the evening sun roll, I hate to see the evening sun roll down. Yeah, I hate to see the evening sun go. An improvised rendition of the jazz standard St. Louis Blues, recorded between takes for Hey Jude on the 30th of July. The Beatles got as far as take 23 for a basic track, filling the four-track tape. Reduction mixes, labelled as takes 24 and 25, were made, and a rough stereo mix was created before everyone went home, mainly for George Martin to arrange the orchestrations needed for a later session. Hey Jude, don't make it bad Take a sad song and make it better Remember to let her into your heart Then you can start to make it better Hey Jude Don't be afraid You were made to Go out and get her The minute 
feel the pain Hey Jude, refrain Don't carry the world upon your shoulders But well, you know that it's a fool Do that, do that, do that, do that. 
sunshine now can't you just feel the moonshine and ain't it just like a friend of mine to hit me from behind yes i'm gone to carolina in my mind Karen, the fact that by mid 1968 emi was still forcing the beatles to record onto four track tape was an obvious source of frustration for the band you were complaining about a year ago really yeah <laughs> So that's it, really. You were complaining that um, the equipment that you were using to make your records was all that 19th, 18th century. Yeah. Is it well, still that's like why that? Yeah. You know, I mean, EMI are just about to buy some eight-track machines, you know. Whee! And that's... it's not enough. EMI being this huge monster company, when they bought the eight-track, the first eight-track in England, you know, they're so cheap they didn't buy the plug to plug it in. With the looming launch of Apple Records, the Beatles had not only planned for their own group's releases on their new label, but were actively recording other artists at the same time. Two Beatles had already stepped outside of the hallowed halls of Abbey Road to record at nearby Trident Studios in central West London. George had worked with Jackie Lomax on his debut record, while Paul had recorded with Mary Hopkin and James Taylor. Apart from being an independent studio with no ties to any record label, Trident had another very attractive feature, eight-track tape machines. The freedom of working away from EMI with cutting-edge technology was very tempting, and the Beatles booked into the new studios for the next few days to test the waters. Having transferred the stereo mix of Take 25 from the previous night to a brand new eight-track tape, it was decided on the 31st of July that a remake of Hey Jude was in order. Just one take was needed to capture what they wanted, with George reinstated to electric guitar duties. Various overdubs were then applied, including more piano and electric guitar. The 1st of August was earmarked for the orchestral overdub, but before this, more tracks were used to add bass guitar, a new lead vocal from Paul with simultaneous harmonies from John more backing vocals, 
Vocals and ad-libs were added before the studio was handed over to George Martin to conduct the 36-piece orchestra, which would meld all the pieces of the song together. George Martin recalls working with the orchestral types. I booked an orchestra to overdub in the evening, but I, I also asked the orchestra to clap hands, and one or two of them objected to this enormously. I said, we're violinists, we're not hand clappers. You want to pay us more? We'll pay, you know. There's a big argument going on about this. I said, it doesn't do any harm just to run through a thing and clap on the offbeat. That's all I wanted. No. I said, well, if you don't want to do it, you go. And quite a few of them walked out. <laughs> I'd never had that one before. But I suppose I was asking too much of these vaunted musicians who've been sitting there for quite a long time doing the same notes over and over again. It's been very boring, really, particularly when they're sort of semi-breathes and, you know, long-held notes and so on. But it was a great record. With recording complete, the next few days saw the team continue to work at Trident Studios and then return to Abbey Road to mix the song for both stereo and mono. Issues with equalisation when transferring the recordings from the Trident 8-track tape to fresh four-track tapes for mixing at Abbey Road sent a mild panic through the production team. Luckily, the skilled technicians at Abbey Road were able to work their magic. At just over seven minutes in duration, George Martin was concerned that the song was too long and that radio stations would refuse to play it, with three to three and a half minutes being the radio-friendly standard of the time. John simply told the Beatles' producer, they will if it's us. And he was right. Listen carefully for George's not-so-quiet expletive just before the three-minute mark. Hey Jude, don't make it bad Take a sad song and make it better Remember to let her into your heart Then you can start to make it better Don't 
With the new single in the can, session time on the 7th of August saw the Beatles back in Studio 2 and back to four-track tape again to begin work for three days straight on another of George's recordings. Not guilty Of getting in your way While you're trying to steal the day Not guilty And I'm not here for the rest I'm not trying to steal your vest I am not trying to be smart I only want what I can
Take 102, yes, you heard correctly, take 102 of George's Not Guilty. The first 46 takes recorded on the 7th of August concentrated purely on the song's backing track, with George on electric guitar, Paul on bass, John on pianet, and Ringo on drums. None of these attempts yielded a complete take. The next day saw work continue, this time with John on harpsichord, it took until take 97 to achieve a full run-through. With the tape now full, reduction mixes were made, taking the band for the very first time past the take 100 mark. 
Take 102 was considered best at this stage, and onto this George would finalise his lead vocal and guitar solo, and Ringo would add some more bass drum and tom-toms to the mix. Given a rough mono mix on the 12th of August, this recording of the song would go no further for nearly 30 years, when it was remixed in 1984 for a potential outtakes collection called Sessions, which was never released, before eventually finding its way onto Anthology 3. In the meantime, George would re-record this song for his 1978 self-titled solo album. With John, George and Ringo having gone home at the completion of Not Guilty, the remainder of the evening session of the 9th of August was devoted to another of Paul's songs, written in India, demoed in Isha, and now ready to record. All day long I'm sitting singing songs for everyone And this is one of them can you take this thing off my voice? I've got, like, the speaker I can hear. Ah, thank you. OK, leave it on then. Good.
next item on this evening's agenda, I'd like to give you my version of London Derriere. What's been happening so far, Mr. Martin? We've done one or two nice ones. Um, we've done a lot of others where you've fucked up, you know. Is there no one listening up there by any slight chance? Yeah, we're listening all the time. Oh, what's happening? What's happening? Have you remembered which is which? Right, yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. Okay. Take two and take 15 of the 25 attempts at the basic track of Mother Nature's Son, recorded by Paul alone in Studio Two on the 9th of August, 1968. Take 24 was marked as best and would be treated to overdubs in the days to come. Well, that's it for this episode. Next time, the Beatles get down and dirty as the White Album sessions continue. Until next time. <laughs>